Are you in alignment with your divine self? But how would I even know if I was or not? Clues that tell you that you're not. Your life is rough. There's a lot of turbulence in your life. You know, your your road is rocky. You're constantly walking on shaky ground. Nothing ever satisfies you. It seems like you can't find any peace. And you always feel like something is missing. And that is because it is. Hey there, I'm Tanya. Welcome to the Allow Your Greatness podcast, where it's all about being intentional on becoming the best version God created you to be. By pushing past your doubts, fears, and insecurities, so you can live a life of purpose and reach your true potential. I'm here to provide the encouragement, insights, and practical tools for getting there. Because after all, you don't want to wake up one day and wonder, what happened? What have I been doing with my life? Sounds like a journey you're ready to take? Stick around. You're in the right place. Welcome to episode 58 of Allow Your Greatness. And in this week's episode, we will explore how to align with your divine self so we can live a more purposeful life. We will discover the plans God already had for our lives long before we got here. On that note, let's get right into it. But who or what is your divine self? Well, your divine self is that part of you that God intended from the beginning. That part of you that was intact long before the world got hold of you and told you something different. Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. And not only that, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. So this tells us that the Most High have great plans for our lives, even before we get here. But the reason most of us are not in alignment with that divine part of ourselves is because we've been led to believe that there is not much to our lives, you know, not to think too much of ourselves. Let me tell you what I mean. Most part, we believe that what we do for a living is no big deal. You know, as long as I'm taking care of my family, I'm I'm earning an honest living, I'm paying my bills on time, no matter if... We're not necessarily fun of the job. As long as I'm doing those things and as long as I'm comfortable, then we're good. But there's a bigger picture because when the most high created you, he was very intentional. He didn't take any shortcuts and create you by mistake. He didn't pull you out of thin air without giving much thought to who you were or who you would become. 
there was a lot of thought put into you. Just that mere fact alone should let you know that there is more to your life than what you've been led to believe. And trust and believe that the soul knows, that inner part of you knows. And our job is to get in alignment with that divine part of ourselves. Because a lot of us ignore and suppress that part of ourselves thinking that we're getting away with something. And I can tell you from personal experience that you are not getting away with anything. Because I have spent many years running away from what God wanted me to do. And when I say years, I mean almost 30 years. And almost 30 years ago, the Holy Spirit spoke to me because I asked. The Holy Spirit spoke to me because I asked the Most High. What was I supposed to be doing with my life? Because I was in so much pain at the time. During this time, I had just given birth to my oldest daughter, who is now 26. And I went back to work in exactly six weeks after her birth. Needless to say, I was very upset about that. I was very angry about that. But I went on back to work. And when I went back to work, they didn't care that I had just had a newborn baby. They still wanted that overtime like clockwork, day in and day out. And that made me angrier. Not only was I upset because I had to go back to work so soon, but now on top of that, I have to work all these extra hours, which, which prolonged the amount of time my daughter was in the care of other people. And right then and there, the Holy Spirit prompted me to ask God what I should be doing with my life. And I knew it was the Holy Spirit that prompted me because otherwise I wouldn't have known to ask God a question like that. And so after asking the question, this led me to people like Les Brown, Wayne Dyer, Iyana Van Zant, Deepak Chopra, T.D. Jakes. It, it led me to those uh, to those great people. And this was in the 90s. And during this time, you could go to the library and check out audio books on tape or CD. <laughs> that's how long ago that's been. And I would check these audio books out week after week and month after month. And at the time, the job that I was working, they allowed us to listen to headphones. Imagine that, you know, you work in a job and they allow you to listen to headphones and listen to music. So I was plugged in every day, all day, soaking up all of the knowledge because I was in pain. I was hungry. I was desperate for answers. And I was intrigued and fascinated with the knowledge that I was getting. I had never heard anything about living your purpose before. That was foreign to me, but it resonated with my spirit. So I knew I was going in the right direction. And God did answer my request because I was drawn to public speaking and writing. And I was very close to signing up to my um, local Toastmasters chapter. You know, Toastmasters is where you go and work on your presentation skills, your public speaking skills, at the very least, to get you comfortable with speaking in front of a crowd. I was real close to signing up for that. 
but I didn't because I allowed my personality to get in the way. I'm a person, I don't want to be center stage out in front. That's never been me. I didn't want to be seen or heard because all the work I had did, all the work I had done up until that point was behind the scenes. And I was okay with that. And also I was good at it. I knew how to stay on task, prioritize my work and get the work done. And because of that, the funny thing with that though, is because of that, because I knew how to stay on task and get my work done, every job that I've gone to every job that I've worked have always wanted me to step into some type of leadership role, no matter how small they've always wanted me to take on some type of leadership role, whether it be to train someone or to, um, get in a, uh, leadership position. I've, I've never wanted to do, I've always shied away from and never wanted to do it. I've always been uneasy about that. Because I'm a shy, introverted person. (laughs) And I don't want to do all that. I've never wanted to do all of that. I've always wanted to stay in the background. So early on, like I said, I asked the Most High what I should do. And he pointed me in the direction of writing and speaking. But when I thought about speaking, I thought about the travel. I thought about getting on a public stage and speaking to a lot of people on stage and that scared me. So that was out. And then when I thought about writing, I said, okay, but maybe I could do the writing because that way I can still remain low key and behind the scenes. But I was still scared. I was scared to put myself out there. And this was long before social media, but it was something that I just couldn't shake. That was still an urge. That was still an urge for me to help, to encourage, to inspire because of what I was learning and all the things that I had learned. I felt the need to share it with as many people as I could because I thought if I'm starving for this knowledge, so must be many others. So throughout the years, I tried everything but that, everything but writing, everything but speaking, everything, everything but what the Most High told me to do. There was the candle business, the MLM business, the uh, attempted proofreading business, and many other little things along the way. Whatever I could do to stay behind the scenes, I kept avoiding what my soul was telling me to do. I worked this job and that job, trying to suppress what I already knew, what my soul was crying out for. And that is what I did for years and years until I could no longer ignore it anymore. The pain was too great. The agony was too great. Now, don't get it twisted. I was blessed and I still am. And I've always been grateful for everything that I have. But I wasn't happy with where my life was for a very long time. But let me tell you something. When there's a call on your life, and trust me, if you can hear the sound of my voice and you are still living and breathing, there is a call on your life. 
when there is a call on your life, when the Most High has something for you to do, this purpose you must fulfill. Because that calling will not leave you alone. It will nag you and nag you until you answer. And if you don't, you will find yourself backed up against the wall in a corner, crying out for the most high and putting yourself through a lot of unnecessary suffering. If you're paying attention to what's going on, that is. Some of us, because some of us have grown accustomed to numbing the pain, numbing ourselves to the pain, and we keep hitting the same pain points over and over again. We keep hitting the same points over and over again. Not realizing that we can stop the suffering at any time by being obedient to what God intended for us in the beginning. We can stop that pain anytime. I know because it happened to me. We do things like watching endless hours of TV. That's what I would do. Watch endless hours of, of movies and trying to find something on Netflix and find something on Lifetime, trying to find something to occupy my time to help numb the pain that I was feeling from not measuring up and lining up my life with what God had already told me to do. So we play video games and uh, spend extended hours on social media, shopping, buying things that we know we don't need, gossiping, drinking, smoking, anything, but pay attention to our lives. But when I started paying attention to my life and going in the direction of my soul's calling, I immediately felt better, immediately felt better. A burden had been lifted. I felt lighter and happier. I felt good about what I was doing. When I started the podcast, when I picked up the microphone, it felt like home. It gave me something to look forward to. Didn't, didn't matter if I wasn't good at it. I felt good. I felt like um, I was making a difference. It gave me something to look forward to. Then, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just doing the audio podcast. People can hear my voice and that's about it. Then, you know, I run into, well, it's best to do video podcasts. People are wanting to see the faces of the person behind the microphone more so now. So it's better to do a video podcast. And that was a hard no for me. That was a hard pass for me. <laughs> and I said, I immediately said, mm, I probably would never do a video podcast. And guess what? Here I am doing a video podcast. Do I still worry about who's watching from the other side of the camera? Of course I do. But at the same time, I have such a love and passion for what I do. That I have to push that to the side. Now. Now, this transformation didn't happen overnight. There was a lot of work that had to come into play. I had to put in a lot of work on myself to get here. A lot of journaling, reading, self-reflecting, prayer, 
meditation, affirmations, taking courses, and the work continues. You don't stop. You don't stop progressing. You don't stop learning and growing and getting new information and new knowledge that can take you to the next level. So the work continues. So I had to put that on the back burner. The fact that I'm an introvert. The fact that I'm a shy person. At least that's what I've told myself. I just wanted to check in to thank you for tuning in to the Allow Your Greatness show. If you're enjoying the show, please do me a favor and review and rate the show. Also, remember, a new episode is released weekly wherever you get your podcast. And also check out the Allow Your Greatness podcast on YouTube. Now, let's get back into it. Now, from the many years that I have wasted running and avoiding the call that I knew God had on my life, I've come to this realization. There's no way I can leave God out of the equation. There's no way I can leave God out of the equation when it comes to transformation of any kind. Nor would I want to. But if I'm being honest, I've never wanted to come across as preachy or churchy, if that makes sense. Nothing is wrong with that, though. That's just not my avenue. At least I don't think it is. I'm just... I'm just one believer to another, sharing my thoughts, my experiences, and offering practical tools to help you see yourself in a better light and transform your life for the better. And some of those thoughts and practical tools will be coming from the Bible. It will be coming from the Word of God that have gotten me through. Those, those, those scriptures and words from the Bible have gotten me through. So this podcast is all about personal growth by changing your mindset to become your best version, displaying the greatness that God has placed inside every one of us. And honestly, I don't see any other way for this to happen without bringing God into the equation. So what I hope you take from all of that is this. It should be your mission in life to align your life with God's plan for your life. That is, if you want to live a fulfilled life that matches the true nature of who you are. So if you're not aligned with your divine self or don't know how to be aligned, simply ask. Simply ask the Most High for guidance and be prepared for the answer. Two, pay attention to the nudges you keep getting. They are there for a reason. The ideas that keep showing up or that have been with you for years, it's time to stop running. That's how you're going to get in alignment with your divine self. It's time to stop running. And realize that no one knows but you. Meaning, no one knows the nudges that you are getting but you. No one can hear the nagging that you're getting but you. Because there's a lingering and there's a nagging feeling that will not leave you alone. 
at first it's kind of low key, but if you ignore it, it just gets louder and louder. And the last thing, you got to do the work. So indulge in some journaling, some reading, some prayer, some meditation, some affirmations to change how you see yourself. You got to do the work. That's the only way that you're going to get in alignment with your divine self. And that's it. I hope this episode continues to bless you. I'm Tanya. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Allow Your Greatness. And remember, be intentional with your life and become the best version God created you to be. And don't forget to follow the show. A new episode is released every week, wherever you listen to podcasts, including YouTube. Until next time, be blessed. I'll talk to you soon.